0: Hey, welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Max Mosier. Today, we talk about the crisis on Infinite Earth's Arrowverse storyline. We give a complete spoiler breakdown of that. We then get into what's hot, what's snot, talk about the thing in pop culture that are relevant to us today. And then we finally close it off with our top five DC products we want to see on TV. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Infinity Bros Hey, welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast, the only podcast that's perfectly balanced, as all things should be. I'm your host, Max Mosier, here on our 27th
1: episode.
0: Mark, what episode are we on? Let
1: me, Let me see those numbers real quick. I think you might be you right. You gotta pump
0: out those numbers, man. Gotta, you gotta pump I those gotta numbers out. I a quick
1: out. calculation. And this...
0: Yeah, thanks for calculating for us. This is a really big calculation.
1: Technically, this is episode 26 for us, but 27 if you count what we've put out in the universe. 27.
0: Boom. This is big for us. Excuse my dog barking in the background. We have a plumber over getting some plumbing issues fixed, and we just finished... We're finishing paying him, but... Him going in and out has caused the dog. But he doesn't
1: take schmeckles, so you have to write a check.
0: <laughs> he doesn't. No schmeckles. No schmeckles were given to this plumber this year, which is unfortunate. Uh, I could use a plumber that takes schmeckles. Mark, if you could pay a person in arms and legs or selling parts of your soul, which would you do?
1: Well, I would only could deal with arms and legs, you know, given my condition. Um, so I <laughs> guess I would... I would give a plumber maybe an arm.
0: What would what would the services of one arm be worth to you? Like what is your expectation if I'm giving up my arm? This is what this plumber is going to accomplish for me.
1: Um <laughs> my shower drain better never clog ever again. That's that's for damn sure. Yep.
0: Yep. I uh, yeah, I, would, I think I'd agree with that.
1: And probably also nothing else ever clogs up or rusts out. I better get a a house that will be, uh, will not need a plumber's services for at least 50 years.
0: Hmm. 50? I Yeah, for an arm.
1: At this point? Yeah.
0: I think more reasonably that's more of a 20-year commitment with an arm, but...
1: Well, it's my arm of giving away. You ask my price, not your price.
0: No, I know. It's your arm. You, you value your arms a little more than I do mine, I guess. That's just the way it goes. Welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening... Uh, thanks for joining us and making us part of your day. Uh, you can check us out on Google, uh, Instagram, Twitter. I'm. I just did. I just cross promote social media and our our platforms. Let me let me back check. You can check us out on Spotify, Google Music, and iTunes, or you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. There's been rumblings like I've been I've been thinking. Do we like try to do a TikTok to appeal to the younger audience and then part of me goes hey what would we put on tiktok
1: i don't know max (laughs) yeah tell us tell us
0: the bit about you giving away your arm for a 50-year commitment of no rusting in your house for plumbing might be something worth putting on tiktok yeah i'm just saying just putting it out there tiktok gets a bad rap though
1: it's a bad rap it's a Vine's, vines bastard stepson that's what it is
0: I don't know if I would call it it's stepson I would call it more of a step cousin. Yeah. It's definitely a very small part of the same family. They're two different platforms I still I still say
1: with but, a little bit of the same concept.
0: Yeah, and I think the demographic that uses each of them is a little different as well. Yeah, I would definitely agree
1: with that. Unfortunately.
0: With with Vine it felt it felt a little more like everybody could use it. Whereas with TikTok, it feels like it's monopolized mostly by the thirteen to twenty-two year old crowd, and I—I I don't know. That's frustrating, but
1: yeah, you want to like is, something that is catered no, more to our, That's not
0: what I'm saying. I'm older, saying
1: <laughs> these darn kids and their TikTok. I want something of my own.
0: Well, here's here's my pickle with TikTok because I use TikTok. Um, is tiktok thinks i'm obsessed with star wars because i liked a star wars video one time and now all i see are star wars videos all the time on tiktok now last week i just discovered you can click the not interested button Mm. like you can hold down a video and say not interested so whereas like you see something you don't want to see because i think the big issue with tiktok is girls are putting stupid stuff on there and that's not what i want to see Not interested, boom, that's gone. I haven't had that problem ever since. i just not interested two to three videos, and TikTok just basically got them all out of there. I was super grateful for that. But now my pickle is I'm elbows deep in Kylo Ren stuff, and I don't hate it. Like I am kind of interested in it, but TikTok, for whatever reason, thinks I'm a Star Wars fan, Mark. So there it is.
1: Yeah, which is odd, because you've never shared anything to the group that was Star Wars-related from TikTok.
0: Well, there's nothing... Well, you know my job with our group. Our group, my job is to... Sift through the garbage for the best. Sure. And then I send that along, and then you guys enjoy it.
1: That's that's true. That's what. It's
0: really only limited. I mean, that's I really all about, your
1: purpose now in our group is, is.
0: I mean, at this point, I mean, I'm going to be real with you. That's about all I can do.
1: It's sharing TikTok videos that are funny and editing these podcasts.
0: And I'm not really good at either of those things, but here I am.
1: Above average at best.
0: Mark, how was your week? How are you in? Are you enjoying Snow Nami? uh 2020 the first snow of 2020 well i guess no we had one on new year's i suppose up in fargo you guys had one in 2020 but how how are you doing right now i guess with snow Nami too.
1: 2 uh, it's you know not so bad i mean it's more just a lot of a lot more wind it's like 50 mile per hour winds and like these giant drifts but not as much snow ac- accumulation so it's you know it's not bad
0: can you confirm that the bank you work at was sending people home early it was that bad up there
1: they sent people home. Our bank, that I the bank I work at, sent people home at two thirty, except for critical employees had to stay. Were you critical? I was, but I also live two blocks from my work, so it's not really that big of a deal. And I got, and the plus side, they paid everyone who left, um, like two and a half hours of pay, and the people that stayed got a, like a bonus two and a half hours of pay. So you know, it, less nice. than
0: nice. Nothing wrong let's with a little bonus good. pay. Yep. Hey, you're critical of this show too, Mark. Don't don't forget that.
1: Oh, I know. I, I won't. I will never forget that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. And on that one, let's move on. Uh, pretty great show today. We've got a lot of... I So t- uh, three big things we're focusing on today. We're talking about a lot of DC. Um, we're going to go ahead and break down Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, Mark has been keeping up with the show, so he has the show's perspective on it. Whereas I'm more of a average crossover watcher at best, I'll be giving my perspective and review on that. We'll also get into what's hot, what's not. It's been a while since we've done it, so I don't know about you, Mark, but I've got a pretty lengthy list. I'm assuming you've got a couple on there as well. Of course. Uh, and then at the end, we're going to do our top five DC properties yet to be made that we are looking for. Very excited about this one with Mark. Obviously, if you've listened to the show before, you know that we're a rotating group of about six guys. And one of our other friends, Robbie, is very passionate about DC. It's going to be a bummer missing his perspective on that. Uh, but we're very excited to get to roll that out. But let's go ahead and get into Crisis on Infinite Earths, the five-part series uh, that has basically been being built up for almost a year uh, with The Monitor being introduced last year. And I believe, was he introduced in Arrow or was he, which show was he introduced in first, Mark?
1: Man, I don't even know that one because it was in the, I almost want to say it was Supergirl, but I could be, I could totally be wrong.
0: It could be with the Book of Destiny. You actually might be right. Yeah. And I mean, that crossover last year, I didn't watch that, but I didn't hear much of it. But it basically was a setup for this year's. The big one, the Crisis on Infinite Earths, based on the famous uh, comic book, and there were rumors. I mean, we talked about it on this show, Mark. Where the creators were talking about, we're going all out. We're going to try to bring every every type of DC character. If you've been in a DC
1: movie or TV show, we're going to put you in this show.
0: Right. Exactly. And and they kind of, to an extent, did that. Um. And they do a lot. We're gonna kind of, we're we're not gonna really break it down like we have on other things. We're gonna kind of bounce around on certain topics. Uh, But you may be somebody who really loves these shows and you're passionate about these shows, and you just haven't caught up yet. So we're just gonna go ahead and give you our spoiler warning right here. This is. Prepare yourself. And Infinity Bros. Prepare yourself. Spoiler. Warning. And then this may be your first time listening with us, so we may rate some things, maybe rate some characters, some actors, some storytelling devices, things like that. So we're gonna put our uh, we're gonna go ahead and put our rating system bumper right here. Here on the Infinity Bros podcast, everything is ranked from a zero to six point scale. Zero meaning horrible, and six meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an Infinity snap. So Mark, b- before I, I, I guess we kind of break this whole series down. What would you give this five part series overall?
1: If I'm overalling giving this series a a six stone rating, so out of six, I I would give it a three. I think as a story, wow, as a story was lacking, or and just some of the action sequences were just lukewarm. But I mean. The thing that keeps it at a three, and not lower, is all the fan service that the series did or this five-part crossover did.
0: That's crazy. I give it a three as well. I, I mean, I guess for me, my expectation is lower. Like, I already come in knowing there's no way it's going to get above a five because it's Flash. It's it's Arrowverse, right? Like, the reason I don't watch this show anymore is because of how cheesy it is and how poorly written the characters are or every time it seems like something dramatic happens, they just go to a coffee shop and sit down and talk about their feelings for 20 minutes.
1: And the cheese was cranked up to 11, especially oh in my my last gosh, episode. Gosh, yes, it was And it how was like, horrible. how self-aware or how meta, whatever it would be about like, you know, the crossover event. It's like, you no, know, Oh, your first time in the crossover. Some of the characters would say and stuff like that. It just was like, okay, we get it. You guys do crossovers. Um, You don't need to make it so, deadpool-y about how you're you know you could just as well look at the camera and be like uh, join us next time on the next crossover next year
0: well see that's interesting you you mentioned like a deadpool because i think deadpool has a charm about how he engages this topic and i i felt there were parts of this show that were charming i i, I will say i did not feel that those lines you're referencing were charming at all uh, for instance, I think the Legends of Tomorrow, I have no idea who any of these characters are. Some of them are. And some of the Legends of Tomorrow, I felt, were just like, they're just there saying lines. And I'm like, I have no idea who you are. And then they killed him off 10 seconds later, so they really didn't matter to the overall arc of the story. And I just kind of felt like the Anti-Monitor kind of was a letdown. I didn't feel like, in the comics, the Anti-Monitor is, is one of the bigger villains, He does a lot, and and I I just was kind of surprised in this series how little I feared him and how little he seemed to be threatening. And in in episode four, where they essentially beat him in episode, air quotes, beat him, it seems like, in episode four, he doesn't seem to be that tough when he's fighting Oliver. And then in episode five, when he's kind of going against everybody, he has one cool moment where he blows him up, but it kind of, episode five, the way they treated him, felt like a Power Rangers episode where just a big bad happens at the end, he grows big and then they kill him and then it's over, you know? It just didn't feel these shows I think poured too much money into trying to get too many people. What I think you kind of nailed it. I would have appreciated more fighting and more of what made Arrow so good at the beginning of its of its run was a lot of a lot of action and working the drama maybe with three or four characters versus trying to get everybody being involved. I don't know. It, it just didn't, this didn't feel as crisp to me as I had, had anticipated. Were you, but you were anticipating more Mark, like, right. You, you when we talked about this, you were like giddy. About oh yeah.
1: It. I was, that's where, Oh, well, just like you said, like you came into a low expectations where I came into this crossover event with high expectations. What, that, were, you know, what were
0: your expectations that weren't met? Can you kind of give me that on like...
1: Kind of more of like a serious tone to the whole crisis storyline and just, you know, not make it so... Like, yeah, you can still do all the guests and cameos you want, but still take it... I mean, granted, it's a superhero show, but you can still take it somewhat seriously. It was kind of like... it kind. Of, <laughs> some of the spots just remind me of watching the old Batman 66 where it's like that show is supposed to be a comedy where it kind of just felt like, like it just wasn't taking taken as serious as it could have been. And maybe, like you said, maybe more time and money were spent on getting these other people in the show versus the time and effort to maybe build a better story. So we just got... Well, and
0: even, like, I felt like certain characters died. For instance, in episode five, uh, we, in episode four, excuse me, the seven paragons, which that was crazy cheesy, right? Like, could have done that a lot better. Uh, the seven Paragons, and the names for the Paragons, my gosh, oh my gosh, just like, (sighs) anyway, these Paragons go to this other location, I'm assuming this is from uh, Legends of Tomorrow, is is kind of what they referenced, because the Legends of Tomorrow gal knew, knew the name of it, and all of their loved ones have died, literally everyone's passed away, and it just didn't feel like they were grieving in a show that all they do is grieve. You know what I mean?
1: Well, I mean they, they got to that like Phantom Zone esque place where, you know, time and doesn't exist and stuff like that. And um I mean they kind of went over that where like everyone was grieving in their own way. But I mean, what do you expect? you want them all to build a coffee shop and go there and cry together?
0: I'm surprised they didn't, I <laughs> mean is what I'm trying to say. And I just I just felt like this just like it 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 was it was just character choices like that or like how Barry just was such a baby it felt like but he didn't talk about Iris at all and how certain characters got their moment in the sun and others didn't like I just think like in episode five Cisco's nowhere to be found like where the heck Cisco and he's such a big character I thought I would think he would be part and maybe that's part of his next episode as they're trying to kind of reveal something with him I don't know but. I don't know. I or just like maybe he didn't like, make it back. Maybe he didn't. I, I mean, he's in the promo for the next Flash, but maybe he didn't. You're right. So I, I, I don't know. I, I felt, I felt like this was a weaker stance with the main characters. Um, what did you think of? Did you were your expectations filled with this fan service, which I think is what we're going to spend a majority of our conversation on today? Um, let let's go ahead and talk about some of these moments real quick. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go through our complete list of cameos, and I'm gonna get the biggest one out of the way first, Mark, because I feel like this one's the one that should take the most time. And again, spoilers for the show—if you haven't watched it, this is literally your last chance. The
1: biggest thing about this is Kevin Conroy plays live-action Bruce Wayne. It's amazing.
0: Yes, that too. You want to talk about that first? Or you want to talk about Ezra Miller?
1: I felt like the to me personally, the Kevin Conroy cameo as Bruce Wayne is more important than the. Well, I shouldn't say more important. Meant more to me than Ezra Miller.
0: What did you think of their choice to make him kind of a murdering version of Batman?
1: I mean, that's kind of... I mean, isn't that kind of like a fan theory of that Batman? Is when he gets older, he's like... I I think that's what they played on, is that he's, you know, hardened by all the crime and villainy, and he's kind of turned into like a rogue agent, in a sense, and... I did like how they used the exoskeleton for him, too, but yeah you know, that kind I, of
0: and it made it it made sense with him being so skinny and so kind of he's a smaller actor right yeah. so although he's i think kevin conroy's pretty that.
1: tall but he's just yeah he's a thin man he's not like a. that's what i mean he's he's a little like more a,
0: frail looking
1: he's not a six three, 250 pound ben affleck and yeah can you imagine yeah, that you're, was
0: you're a big could, fan of six three ben, ben affleck can you imagine ben you got, affleck
1: like they <laughs> like, go down to the back cave and there's ben affleck in the Arrowverse?
0: Do you think they tried to get like Ben Affleck to do this? Like, do you think? Do you think there was any? Do, do you think with the Ezra Miller thing, that there was any conversation thing, about them getting any of the other Justice League people?
1: I, I don't. I, I maybe, but one thing I read today, as you know, the day they're recording this, that it was Warner Brothers' idea to get Ezra Miller, which makes me think, and not like the showrunner like a, above came down we're like, Hey, we're going to throw Ezra Miller in here. I wonder if they thought that like, Hey, do we try to get everyone else and see if it will work or if they want to do it? But yeah. So, I mean, I can't, I'm, I don't work for Warner Brothers. So I can't be like, yeah, they did. They, they called Ben. He just didn't work out.
0: Would you rather, would you, would you be up to let, let's get to Ezra Miller? I think he, I okay. do think he in the public eye is the best one getting, let me, let me backtrack real quick with kevin Uh, conroy i've been the best one but i know jason would agree kevin conroy did a great job i I agree with you kevin conroy did a great job i believed he was a bad guy i've never watched him actually act live and i was still lost in the portrayal he has done of batman super impressive he's one of the top notch him and hamill really have made the batman animated series what it is today um I was really pleased with that. I will I will tell you that, Mark. That was a really fun cameo. I didn't really like Batwoman going there. She's like my least favorite character of all these characters. I I actually really enjoyed Supergirl the first season. Um, obviously I've watched a lot of The Flash, Arrow. I can give or take, but uh, man, it would have been way cooler to see Flash and and Arrow. I think engage that a little more. But oh, Yeah, Bat yeah, Batwoman I, I was think I it. think
1: I could agree with that. Where, I, I would have had more saying, fun. You're saying like with the that. interaction between Barry Allen and, um. Earth 99, personally, it would have been more fun.
0: Well, and I, I, well, I understood the story angle they had with like, that was her relative, and her going there was very personal for her story. So I got that, and like, I didn't need to, I don't need to watch her shows to get that, get those points. I think the point I made was just like, Batwoman just is so not an interesting character to me that I would have preferred a character that's more fun and more close to my heart in the comic books to engage in that conversation. But Supergirl was in the room. So I do appreciate that. Um, and that was okay. It, it, it still was a great scene. I, I actually agree with you. I think it was a very good scene. Ezra Miller, they get him in to do this episode four cameo where Barry's going in and out of the speed force. And they confirm this is, this is a spoiler for later, but they essentially confirm here that flashpoint is the name of the next movie in an interview about this, Yep. uh, from Hollywood reporter. Mark, what did you think of that? What did you think of this cameo? What stuck out to you? What is your rating of the cameo?
1: Um, well, I get—I would say six out of six for a cameo of that. I mean, it's you know something that hasn't been done. Taking—is that the biggest
0: TV cameo of all time?
1: I don't—I can't comment on that right now. But as of 2020, yes.
0: I think it might be the biggest TV cameo I've ever watched in my life.
1: Well, what about Samuel Jackson and Shield? I thought of that
0: too, but I think, again, I I think, I think, I, I me, think this was a big me, deal. This was this more, was DC saying this we're not was done with Ezra Miller. That's what they're saying. We're like yes, we're not done too. with this
1: Flash. Good point. We're gonna make a Flash movie. Like you don't bring yep. this character to the show yeah. unless you're gonna and this actor unless you're gonna do something about it.
0: This was a this was a really smart marketing choice by them because DC threw it everywhere once he was in the episode, right? Like. It went up everywhere. It was really hard to miss this. Uh, I I I had had it kind of spoiled in a little bit. I I saw it on YouTube and I thought it was like I thought somebody had made a fan video. So I was like, oh, whatever. But it actually was real. So I I think this is a really good marketing move by Disney about by, by um, DC. I will say th- this cameo was remarkable, and I loved. I I loved the chemistry. I think Ezra Miller killed kills that role. I really do. I I love him as the Flash. He was one of the redeeming parts of the Justice League movie to me. And doggone it, if I don't want a Flashpoint movie after watching this 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 scene, man. I'll tell you what. It it looked great. What are the what are the odds mark that they that they flip it and bring Barry Allen in some cameo into the movie?
1: You mean Grant mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: Maybe. What are the I, odds?
0: What are the percentages? Give me a percentage. Um,
1: I would say those odds are twelve to one.
0: Twelve to one? Yeah. Those are oddly specific odds.
1: Yep, that's that's what I'm giving you.
0: Okay, I'm sticking to it. I'd give it a six out of six too. It it's it really was a great cameo. Um was it your favorite cameo of the whole of the whole series? Mini series.
1: Um no well, no, it would be the
0: You'd be Kevin Conroy for you? Kevin Conroy for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's for me as I'm looking at the list. That might be it too. Yeah. Yeah, I I I it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Let's talk about a couple other cameos that were in the show. Lucifer makes yeah. an appearance on Earth 666. This was a pretty surprising surprising choice. Uh they take the Fox show Lucifer. This is a Fox-based show. Yep and put him in there what were your thoughts on this when you saw it
1: well i mean i heard rumors about it and i thought it was kind of interesting that they're going to do that but i think they're able to do that because it's no longer a fox property i thought because i thought it became a netflix property i believe it but that could be wrong on that but um
0: oh here you go yep it was fox turned netflix you are correct
1: yep so i mean i get how that can work out i thought it was more funny. One of the podcasts I listened to is called Batman on Batman and one of their co hosts, Mark Bernardin, like like ha- had been at the time, I don't know if he still is all about it, making a Lucifer Lucifer Constantine T V show with those guys. I think that would be an interesting show with those two actors playing those. That would
0: characters. be a great show. Yep. Constantine, man, that that guy has just stayed in it, huh? That actor has just stayed with it the whole way. They have had him for forever, and man, that that's that's awesome. That's so great. It, cool, cool little Easter egg too. In the background of that episode, you can actually see a, a poster for HBO's Watchmen series. Mark, did you know that? Yep. So Watchmen's kind of also
1: is, interestingly er, is Earth six 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 our Earth. Uh, yeah look at that yeah now you don't I want don't it to be I, I don't know i don't know if i want it to
0: be i was gonna say no no
1: no no
0: yeah yeah i don't i don't i really hope it's not but maybe you never know you never know it was interesting uh other other cameos worth no oh the other let, let's talk about the other big one tom welling comes back as clark kent now you and i pre-show were ta- we had talked about this a little bit um, what do you give the rating of this cameo with uh, him and Erica Durance as Lois Lane?
1: Um, I'd give it a five out of six. I, I think they kind of, um, kind of, I don't know. Like, why did he have to have no powers? Um, why don't we also get a Michael Rosenbaum cameo as Lex Luthor as well? I mean, maybe I just wanted too much, but like, if you're gonna cameo any any two people from that show, I want those two people. Like a Rosenbaum and Tom and we got one, we got one, but we got that character with no superpowers. So it's not like he could come and help and fight.
0: Yeah, I give this a one out of six. I'm I'm fan for that, fantasticing this. Uh, this was the worst part of this whole series. Um, oh my! This this was so bad. Uh, if you have not watched this, you literally can go look up this clip. It's a minute and a half long clip. And that's what happened. And it's disappointing. I wanted I wanted more. I wanted Tom Welling to have the role that Kingdom Come Superman had so you with wanted, Brandon Ruth. So you wanted I wanted that, that to be that set. guy's role. I wanted him in it the whole way. Um, I think this is a missed opportunity. I, I do wonder. I know Tom Welling has said in several podcasts and publications, I'm just kind of done with the role, man. I appreciate it. He had his time. That was a big chunk of his career too, right? Like he is now known as Superman years, essentially. Yeah. And so I, I wonder if he's kind of chasing his own different role a little bit. I know he ironically is in the uh, the um, Lucifer TV show as well. So I, I, I wonder what's interesting is, is Rosenbaum actually says on his podcast, uh, the Inside of You podcast, he has said that the reason he didn't take the role for this was that they didn't have a plan for him. And this is kind of my issue with this whole series overall, which is why I think a 3 is a very generous rating is I don't think they wrote I don't think they they knew what they were doing either, Mark. I think they I think they knew where they wanted the the fifth episode to like end. I think and and I think like the Hall of Justice and everybody being on one earth. They wanted that. That's clear, right? They wanted that. But everything else, I think it was a a gong show. And this is a great example of People had a high expectation. this was this was the high expectation of this show. Um, and I felt like I felt like we were undercut here a little bit and I felt I, I felt like you you kind of put this out there so much. <coughs> Excuse me that I think I, I wanted to see more and even if it was just like he's just in that episode. I really feel like the writers really screwed this up. And I'm sorry to tell me he doesn't have powers anymore. That's just even more ridiculous and crazy to me. And I know that there was kryptonite in the show that would allow him to do that. And he chose to do it. And and that's fine. It's it's a different world, whatever. There's so many different Superman, but kingdom come Superman got a way better arc. And I'm sorry. I don't think many people as many people cared about that as this as this uh, Clark Kemp. What do you think, Mark?
1: about what they did with well, the what character. did you did
0: you did, were you cool with them not giving him powers you kind of alluded to it oh well, yeah it, but... well
1: I, yeah i that's what I, my whole thing about it was that i wish they would have given him powers and more of a role and just like you said and i listen to the inside of you podcast michael rosenbaum as well where yeah he does say like the reason why he didn't take it was because they didn't really have anything for him because he didn't want to just be a cameo he wanted to be a part of it. And I think, you know, probably with Tom Wellen, they were like, here's a dump truck full of money. We just need you for a minute and a half. Where, yeah, I think, maybe, well, maybe they did offer him the kingdom come Superman. He turned it down. He just wanted a small role. I who knows?
0: I don't know. I, I would have liked more. It felt like this. And, and maybe it was just so overblown that he was coming back that I had anticipated. And this was a high expectation. Well, doesn't Michael
1: Rosenbaum also say, he said, like, like earlier... Or later, what like around May or June or July in this podcast. I don't remember exactly when, where they talked about this because a guest brought it up, or he did, and he said, "Yeah, if if, uh, if Tom Welling does it, I'm going to do it." So, I mean, he he wanted to do it. Yeah, whatever.
0: I I think the Tom Welling cameo was muff, and I don't know if I blame like Rosenbaum or Tom Welling for that. I really blame the the writers. Like you 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 really this could have been something special. This really could have been. I I really agree with you that. Your hype for this I understood once I watched all 5 episodes. Does that make sense? Like I understood the feeling that you were thinking and I understood why you were thinking what you were thinking and I just did not think they executed as well as they could have. Um couple other things here. Ashley Scott returned as the Huntress. She was in the beginning in Earth 203. She's in the CW show, Birds of Prey. Old CW show. Did you
1: ever watch that show, Mark? Um, well, it wouldn't have been CW. It would have been like UPN or the WB. Well, WPN. way
0: back. Now CW, way I, back in the day. I tried Sorry.
1: watching that show like later on, and it like to me it was unwatchable. I
0: but believe it. I was also probably it's
1: like 18 when I tried watching it, even though it had been out for a while. That's true.
0: But. Yeah. Jefferson Pierce makes a uh, makes a cameo as Black Lightning. They're trying to get him kind of more involved with everything.
1: Oh yeah, they really pushed that into like, this episode. Yeah, they pushed the that final. a lot.
0: And it just I don't know. I, I don't know much about him. And I'm just I, I look today, there's he has almost 40 episodes done. Yeah. Black Lightning. I was like, wow. <laughs> that show's been around and I have not watched any of it. Um uh Osric Chow comes in as Ryan Choi. Uh, so Ryan Choi obviously is the successor to Ray Palmer. Did you think they were going to kill the Adam or get rid of him in some capacity? Like part of me wondered it when they were killing, uh, the, the anti-monitor, if Ray Palmer was going to get sucked in with him to the microverse. And then this guy was Ryan Choi was going to take over, but they didn't do that. Uh, and obviously he's one of the paragons. They, they really, they're really pushing him. Obviously they have a plan down the road for him. Uh, did you like him? Did you, did you, yeah, did you I enjoyed really it. care for him?
1: No. no okay. I was, I was for it.
0: Do you think Brandon Ruth is, on, is Brandon Ruth on his way out? I don't know anything about this. I, maybe there's well, articles about the this. At the end of know. this
1: last episode, I would say no. <laughs> oh yeah. With the, the table. So if he's got a seat yeah, at the table. That, that means he's got, you know,
0: Brandon, a few more did, seasons the, Adam had a seat at the table.
1: Yeah. Didn't they all have a seat at the table? I or? don't
0: think Brandon Ruth had a seat at the table. All right. I don't think you did, Mark. I don't think he did. Let's look her up here. Who Let's had see. seats
1: at the table?
0: Who Google. Show me who had seats at the table. No. Okay, here's 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 who it was. Okay? Here's who it was. I'm looking at the picture right now. It was Batwoman. It was what's the gals from the gal in all the white?
1: Um from White Canary.
0: Um, yep, there you go. Uh Supergirl, Martian Manhunter, Superman, uh, Black Lightning, and Flash. And Supergirl is the leader of it. Is is how they showed it. Well, there you go. Which, if, which, and we'll talk about that in a little later after the cameo part of it. But no, but I, I just wonder if the Adam will.
1: Well, hold be up. But I guess that would make sense because White Canary is the leader of Legends Tomorrow, and Ray Palmer is part of Legends yeah. of Tomorrow. So I guess that would make sense why yeah, you yeah, would never yeah. see at the table.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jim Corrigan, the specter was in it and he ended up being a very big part as uh, essentially Oliver Queen becomes the specter before he dies at the end of episode four. I really, this is one thing I really liked. I really liked that he became the specter. I thought this was a really cool way to cap his character arc. I thought the line of you failed our universe was great. I will say that. Did you like that line, Mark? Oh, yeah, I gave, you know. Okay. Oh, yeah. Was it cheesy? Blood rushing. Yes, but I will let it go for what that character has done for this story. I thought it was really good. Uh, the Spectre was in it as well. I didn't know he was going to be in the show at all, but it was cool. A um, couple other little cameos. Robert Wool as Alexander Knox uh, from the uh, 1989 Batman was in it. Uh, Alan rich Richson and Curran Walters as Hawk and Robin from the Titan series were in it uh Russell Tovey as the Ray he was on Earth X uh, in the 2017 Arrowverse crossover the the cameo you had talked about pre-show the Burt Ward as Dick Grayson cameo from Earth 66. D- you you just weren't a fan of this mark w- w- what were your expectations of this
1: I was just thinking like I think you know pre-watching this that all cameos would have some at least some part of the storyline where his cameo was just him walking a dog in a shirt that has, you know, the same Robin colors that he did in the 66 Batman series. And then his earth just blows up. And then that's it. And that's that's all we get. So, like, if you didn't know who Burt Ward was and you watched that show and you're like, okay. Like, what was the point of that? Hmm.
0: If, but yeah that's fair that's fair will Wheaton comes back as doomsday prophet uh that was funny to people who really care about will Wheaton uh wentworth miller who uh who had been he was uh, obviously a retired um uh, legend of tomorrow had actually come back to do a small cameo on the ship uh that they were uh that they were driving what's the sh- is that the wave rider is what it's called
1: the
0: wave, yeah, Wave Rider, yep. Wave Rider, yes. He so he he does a cameo as the speaker of the new ship. Uh, Jonah Hex showed up in this as well. Anybody else? I'm. Oh, here we go. This is a big one. Marv Wolfman shows up as Marv Wolfman. So the DC Comics creator can be seen in episode five. He's the one that asks Flash and Supergirl to sign his his uh, pictures. I thought that was a really cool one. He actually is the original writer of Crisis on Infinite Earths. I thought that was a really cool Stan Lee cameo. You just saw this today. I did. Yeah. You just watched that today. And did you know that was him or or is this like, well, I was aware. That I, I was aware. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: And then
0: at the end of episode five, we get Earth 12 Green uh, Lanterns. Yeah. Obviously pitching the HBO show, but do you think those clips were from the movie? I'm assuming they that's, were from the Green Lantern that's movie.
1: That's what I thought. Like this remind me of that. It was that... <laughs> Did they try to reach out to Ryan Reynolds for a cameo too? They're like hey man, just come for one we oh, see you for a, for like 10 seconds and that's it.
0: Oh dude, do you think the mouse even lets him out of the building to even take that call? Well, it's Ryan like, Reynolds, think so he doesn't have human- to listen that's to the true, mouse. That's true. That's fair. Ryan listens to no man. You're right. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. But that was interesting. That was very interesting. Obviously we get the Titans and Doom patrol. What was kind of weird though is they like acted like I thought, I thought all those shows were, like, on the same planet. Were they not?
1: No, that's... Like,
0: aren't Titans and Doom Patrol on the same planet, or no, are they separate th- planets?
1: they're on different Earths. Uh, Titans okay. and Swamp Thing are on the same Earth.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. That makes more sense. Okay. Well, I thought I thought those cameos were good and smart. For the first time, I've wanted to watch all those shows. I don't really care about Swamp Thing. Man, I could go without that, but... Doom Patrol and Titans, I was a lot more interested in watching those after watching this episode. I thought that was really good. Did you like did you like the Green Lantern part though? Did you or were you just like, uh, eh, whatever?
1: Well, like someone that follows all these shows again, like if you if you're just like a casual watcher, like you could be tricked be like, Oh, is there like Green Lantern stuff going on right now? Or does or is that the point where like the casual watcher would be like, Are oh, they making a Green Lantern show? or I I don't know. It's like why, why, why show him if you hadn't shown them at all during the crisis, and any other episode of any of these shows? It just it didn't make sense.
0: Yeah, and then Brandon Ruth obviously comes back in a final cameo as he's uh, flies over Earth, um, as Kingdom Come Superman. That was pretty cool. I thought that was a really cool way to send him off too. And I like how they kind of explained even like when uh, Ray Palmer got his uh his his memory back. From Martian Manhunter, he was like, oh yeah, and somebody looking like me was a Superman. You know, I thought that was, I thought that was funny. I thought that was okay. Some of the lines didn't work. Those were some of the lines that did work. Um, let's just go through a couple of the cameos real quick to rank them, Mark. What did you think of the 1989 Batman cameo? Give me a ranking on that.
1: Um, I'll give it a four out of six.
0: What about the Titans cameo?
1: Four
0: out of six. Yeah, I'm trying to pick. Up the, I'm trying to figure out the ones you liked. Oh, you were big on the on Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex.
1: Um, I, I would give that a five out
0: of six. Okay, I give that a five out of six as well. Uh, Marv Wolfman. Marv Wolfman. I give that a six out of six. I like when Yeah. I like when you honor people like that. I think that's really cool. Green Lanterns. I'm gonna give a six out of sixty Green Lanterns. I thought that was kind of fun. I okay. was pretty surprised by that. That was another cool surprise for me. What about you?
1: Um, I'll give it a two out of six. Didn't really take it or leave it.
0: So I'm the derelict between the two of us. That's fine. And uh, Swamp Thing. Did you watch the Swamp Thing series? I'm I know Robbie to had to
1: watch Swamp Thing. And I got to correct myself because I uh, he's well, Swamp Things on Earth nineteen, where the Titans are on Earth nine. And I was thinking they're on the same Earth. My bad. to The universe of Infinity Bros.
0: Yeah and then they uh at the end they obviously uh talk about they do a cameo of gleek he's not seen but the wonder twins are not far behind that's a seven out of six you give me some seven out of six for you huh
1: yeah give me that show wonder twins one one person turns into something that's made of water and another one an animal and they got a monkey if that doesn't print billion dollars i don't know what will for cw
0: for you, why why do you want a Wonder Twins show so bad? Like why are you so married to this one?
1: Um I don't know if I should keep pushing farther or just tell you Always been sarcastic.
0: Oh, okay. I was I was really hoping that you okay. would keep going.
1: Oh no, no, I'm i I could sarcastic.
0: catch on to your sarcasm, but part of me wanted to just keep going and see how far <laughs> Yeah. We no, could I go could
1: right? I could also take it or leave it. But I mean yeah. it'd be interesting to see them in one episode or another crossover and they're evil Wonder Twins that be interesting.
0: Before we end, uh, we gotta talk about the Arrowverse. Obviously, this show Arrow comes out years ago, nobody thinks anything of it, and then it kind of branches off and creates this, I would say, a foil to the Avengers on TV. And now we are seeing Stephen Amell step away from that role um and put, put uh pa- essentially pass it off to other people. And you know how CW works, they're working really hard for uh, representation, so you can tell in the Hall of Justice who they have strategically placed there, um, people of color, women, I applaud them, I like the choice, and they have three of the seven founding members anyway, so I'm cool with that. Just briefly, what would you think of, what do you think of Stephen Amell's, um I, I guess, his his kind of contribution to the superhero world, and to DC in particular, and how he's kind of advanced DC with a property like Green Arrow who'd have thought
1: well I would say there's probably a ton of people that got to thank him for giving them jobs think of all the shows that spawned off of this and all the Canadian money that's being funneled into to you know DC properties up in Canada
0: oh man that's so true that's awesome I, he really is the Robert Downey Jr. though not in terms of charisma and personality I think he definitely lacks a lot of that as a person
1: I'm sorry but has Robert Downey Jr. ever stepped in the square circle and wrestled before no he's not well, I know
0: I know I knew I knew some wrestling joke was going to be said by YouTube because of this <laughs> I knew that I was like he's going to reference the WWE he's the greatest human alive <laughs> brother brother yeah no uh <laughs> I I just I have, to, I have to just pause and say that that is the work of Stephen Amell. I mean, he did a great job with Arrow. I remember when that show came out. I have a lot of friends and family who even tried that show out. It wasn't really for me. I,
1: I would definitely say that first, like, three seasons were pretty solid, and then it kind of gets a little wonky after that, in my opinion. Um, and that's where, like, you know, then Supergirl steps in, and Flash starts picking well, Flash. up. Flash. So, yeah. And then, you know, Legends of Tomorrow has always been, like, a cheesy show so like that's you know you get what you get there and it's you know it's good it's okay that first
0: season of flash though man is so good yeah and i i just gotta say it it happens because of this show
1: yeah and, and so and i would say the yeah. same thing with supergirl like season one's really good and i don't know if they had to do because it was on cbs and then like the next couple seasons it just like didn't really feel like it was the same show and then i feel like this last season it's really picked up so
0: yeah i agree i completely agree so Anything I'm missing, Mark, before we move on to Hot or Snot?
1: Um, nothing right now, I guess. I mean, the other okay. big news or kind of rumor news is uh, the Superman is going to get his own show. It's going to be like a, He will
0: be getting his own show. That, yeah. that I believe, is And it's confirmed. supposed
1: to be centered around him and Lois Lane. Like, it's going to be those two actors. Well, the other
0: thing we didn't talk about is how he has two kids at the end of this.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: It's yeah. part of the reason I made you go back and watch. Yeah. I was like, you're going to miss that. That's a really important thing. Mm-hmm. that'll be interesting how they do that and how they cha- made that change but is what it is um let's move on to hotter snot hotter snot is where we talk about the things in pop culture that are affecting us today we may like it call it hot we may hate it call it snot uh and we kind of put our own list together this is kind of our way of talking about the news we care about talking about versus just listing generic news that's that's listed so mark uh, let's uh let's start with you
1: all right i can get this ball rolling um, the ball rolling, Mark. I'm going to start with my snot list because I only have two and you voiced earlier that or pre-show. That I have been, a list. You have a list. I have a list. Yep. Um, I'd say my first one, because I don't know if it'll be on yours, is the rumor that Disney is canceling or stopping production of the Obi-Wan show.
0: Nope. I did not put that down because I knew you'd bring it up.
1: Yeah. And that, like, the more I've read in on that, I mean, maybe something else has popped up today or last night that it's like it's, nothing has come out of the Disney like like um, office or whatever you want to say it's just been speculated rumors so I, I mean if someone knows more you could tweet at us at our you know Infinity Bros Twitter account and, but I just think it's stupid like why like that show has gotten so much hype you let Ewan McGregor say that he's coming back and then you put all these other like all these other you know rumors or stories about what characters going to be in there and then you just be like ah never mind I just think well, that's... I think
0: too, just this is an important one to talk about because there there's kind of this two-sided coin I think to Star Wars. Right now I think Star Wars needs to take a break on some of the older characters. I think the Skywalkers gotta go away. I think they gotta kind of maybe even separate themselves a little bit from the Jedi we've known. but this is a prequel we're talking about and this goes back to the same category as the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian last time we talked two episodes ago, Uh, I had not finished it. I finally finished the first season. And I got to tell you, this was a great show of 2019. And it was a top 10 for me, not a top five, but a top 10. And I have to say how Disney is not doubling down on this is is really, really interesting to me. And I don't know why they're not just pushing for any and all content. Right now, content does not need to be good. It just needs to be on there. Disney Plus just needs something on
1: there. Because with how the success of The Mandalorian right now, you put a. A Hugh McGregor starring Obi Wan Kenobi show. People who are not even Star Wars fans, but Hugh McGregor fans, are going to go watch this show.
0: Well, and what's and what's the problem with Disney Plus right now? It doesn't have anything other than The Mandalorian until twenty
1: twenty one. Are you saying Jeff when... Goldblum isn't anything?
0: Max? Well, no, I like the Jeff Goldblum no, show, but I think for the okay, general okay. audience, I liked it. Okay. I liked it. Okay. I just think for the general audience,
1: that's that's the, adult that's the hiccup
0: the the mature adult audience not named Mark or Max I think they are just wanting more and I think that's what Netflix does well but better than anybody Netflix understood from the get go hey if we just create diverse properties and put it on there somebody's gonna want that
1: isn't that why they're pushing the what show did they push the release date wasn't that WandaVision or was it the like yeah put, WandaVision like that comes out this year WandaVision got bumped up yep because I think that's the thing, that the rumor is going around. It's like, well, we don't have enough shows on here, so people are not sticking with their subscription.
0: Well, and I think Disney Plus has the luxury of being Disney. Like, for me as a consumer, I'm okay with paying for a year of Disney Plus. Well,
1: and that's why they did it Until that stuff comes out. Because, I'm okay with it. Because they knew that would yeah. happen. If, if you only yep. have this many shows, they're going to cancel at the end of the year because...
0: Yep, and people are doing it. A lot of people are doing it. But I think for me... I'm okay with it because I know what's coming. And I like watching rewatching some of those Disney shows. I have a young I have a young um, under 2-year-old kid. I want him to have access to those shows. It's a lot easier than going and buying DVDs. I mean, DVDs really and you just like want an
1: excuse to watch all that stuff, but it's all right. You can be you can be loud and proud about your yeah, Disney it's love.
0: It's fine, Mark. It's fine. I'm not judging you. It's fine. No, but I, you you're nailing it. And I think I think that's just what Disney Disney, it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. Just make it because that's what Netflix is doing. And if you're Disney, you're automatically going to make it better. In my opinion, you have the resources, just do it, go out and do it. But do you think they'll cancel it though? I don't think no, they're going to, I that's think it's all saying, like,
1: it's just, it's a rumor until Disney says it until Mickey Mouse steps on his pulpit and declares to the world that no, no one's getting Obi-Wan Kenobi with you and Gregor in it. Then <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs>
0: You just want Mickey Mouse to come out and say it? You don't want Bob Iger or Kevin Vige or Kathleen Kennedy or one of these people to come out?
1: <laughs> yeah, correct. Just like when the Pope comes out in the Vatican and dresses the public. I want that, but with Mickey you Mouse. You
0: want the smoke? You want a certain colored smoke to to, to rise yeah, from the Disney building? <laughs> Two hundred
1: thousand people waiting outside the Magic Kingdom, like <laughs> waiting for the smoke. Is it white? Are we getting no we want we show or is it black and we're not getting anything?
0: It is it is like it is fascinating how much people love Disney. It's crazy. Disney's wild. Yeah. Go ahead. Keep going.
1: My next, my last snot, um, it's not coming up the show. It's, uh, with the Watchmen saying that there's unlikely going to be a second season. That's when I got to. And yep. my thought on this is why would you like, you could say, I think a better term or a phrase to bring this in would be, Hey, there's not, there probably won't be a second season following the story that you just saw, because no, you could do that. People are, would want and would watch. You could I two things I've thought of. You just tell the whole Watchmen story again, you just redo that and do like a ten series, ten episode series on that. Or you you divulge and give us more details and more content to um the Minutemen. So like the group of people before the Watchmen. And tell their stories. Because you could bring back some same actors and go into more detail on that and the progression of those people leading up to just before the Watchmen
0: yeah, Mark, I gotta tell you. I, this show is totally happening a second season. I just do not see HBO. their numbers were huge this year for Watchmen. I just don't see them doing this and looking at it and going, okay, we have to have abrams
1: and you just you you just do it like true detective. you, you just you know, bring in a different different writers tell a different kind of story just in a different part of that storyline.
0: This is a very specific director you need. You need a person of color to come in and do this because
1: it's not it's not directing, it's showrunning. It's being the showrunner and creator of the show. I just think it ha- I, and I think Lindelof's kind of implied that. I think he said well, like Well, did you ever there's a in one of the Fat Man on Batman podcast, it's kind of like not really their podcast, but they have uh Mark Bradburn has like a and a with him with David Lindelof and he kind of d- says that it's like he's like I shouldn't have been the guy they picked, but no. you know because of who he is, it's like why? And then that's why he brought in people that he thought would be better for telling this story than himself.
0: Yeah, and I think I think that is what they should do. They, they should find somebody of color who's very talented. Find an find a an Ava DuVernay. Um, I I just I'm, I'm I'm blanking on director directors at the top of my head that are fantastic. Kugler, uh, you can find a Kugler. There are people out there right now that could take this and really keep it going. And, Mark, I, don't, I said it yesterday. Do I need a second season after that? No, I do not. You can stop it after one, and it's pretty doggone good. But I will tell you, a second season would be quite a delight and a joy. And that's some of the best content that HBO has ever made is Watchmen. This, that show is remarkable. I completely agree with Apparently
1: you, Apparently, you haven't watched Eastbound Down. I will let you have
0: it. I have seen the first season of Eastbound and Down. All right,
1: all right. Well, not all. Mark, of them. I have, that's I true. have. All right, all right, I have.
0: I think Watchmen's better. Okay, I would agree. But I have seen, but I have seen Eastbound and Down.
1: Oh. All right. Um, I that... said
0: some of the best. I didn't say it was the best. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, so that's all for my snot. So I hope we get. E- What's your rating? Is your is your rating of Eastbound and Down a six out of six? Oh my god, I love it. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah,
0: it's probably like a four out of six. It's it's not as good as I think people th- think it is, but it's fun.
1: Okay, moving on to my hot. I'm just gonna get this out of the way. Um, but this coming Wednesday, which I believe, <laughs> oh my gosh, here we go. We'll at the day of this recording, yep, is would be go. January twenty second. The exciting live programming that is script- not always scripted, but sometimes is. Oh. Uh, a W will be live on the Jericho. Chris Jericho Rock and Rager at Sea cruise ship. So we're going to get a live event at a cruise ship for AEW. It's going to be wild. I think it's going to be a first of its kind. People just are tune in. out
0: on a cruise right now getting ready for this show. Yes, correct. Is that what you're telling me?
1: Yeah, I think they depart tomorrow. You have got to be kidding me. He, he did it last year and it was a success. So like now that he's in the promotion. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he did this he did this cruise last year without, like he, like out of his people pocket. People paid basically. for this. Yeah, people, pe- people oh, it was sold out. This? Sold out cruise ship. What cruise ship? What cruise line does it? I don't know.
0: It's got to be a big one.
1: Probably. I, what I I didn't look into it. It for was that like cruise line. It was like fantastic. two two grand a cabin, something like that. So I don't ah, know what that, that means. That's that's
0: that's normal. That's normal. Okay, cruise well,
1: stuff. there you go. All right, so I just want to get that out of the way. Moving on to the next one. Uh, my other hot is, um. RG, RDJ, Robert Downey Jr. saying that you know Iron Man could always come back. He made he made that he, clear. He kind
0: of alludes he alludes to it on um, Joe Rogan podcast yeah. two days ago.
1: And that's uh, that's you where I got about it from. It there. Where it's mm-hmm. you know it's true. I mean you could bring un Iron Man back. You could bring back his Iron Man. You could bring back a Tony Stark played by uh, Robert Downey Jr. That's from a different universe. If that's you know where they're gonna dive into. But I think it'd be. Ex- you know, just always having that in your back pocket for Disney, I think it's always, uh, it's always a plus.
0: I think him and Evans just need a break. I think they just need a break, and that's okay. And I think focusing on these other characters is going to be good. Giving those guys their time in the sun is is fine. And I think people are going to fall in love with Wanda and Vision and and Falcon and Winter Soldier and their shows anyway.
1: That is correct. And so I, I some think of us people are already in love, that. but you know, it's all good.
0: Well, the Mandalor, but I'm saying the Mandalorian has, everybody's watched it. So if everybody's watched that, I foresee everybody watching these MCU shows. Because that was the big question mark, which is would everybody watch it? And after everybody knowing about Baby Yoda, yeah, I think they're going to.
1: My next hot is uh, that Flashpoint movie for The Flash. Gosh, you're stealing some of my hot
0: right now, dude. Dude, I, we have I'm, a pretty, we have a I've been same list
1: all in on Flashpoint since I first read the comic and then saw that dc animated movie and then we got teased in um was it batman versus superman where we got um what's oh, what's his name why am i blanking on his name thomas wayne the actor who played thomas wayne in that jeffrey dean morgan you bring him as thomas wayne batman shut up and just take my money and isn't the wife from The
0: Walking Dead too? Like yep. they're both Walking Dead people, and she, yep. and people have like well, drawn her as like a Joker, yep. and they think she'd be really good at that too.
1: And it, they they better they better bring those two people back if they Flashpoint. You don't necessarily need to bring every other character because you know, they can be alternate universes. But those two people have. This to, is a hot. This is a hot for me yeah. as well. It better I mean, be like, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. If it's not, this is such a smart idea. I, I have to give DC credit. This was so smart, and they can reset their universe. So that's where you can bring in Robert Pattinson Batman when he comes back. Exactly. Like that's who he talks to when he comes Mm -hmm. back is Robert Pattinson Batman. And Oh man, this, (laughs) this is all
0: just really well done by DC. I think, I I think they've learned from their past mistakes. I think they set a little, just like a little Easter egg in this DC show and said, Hey, we are going this direction. I think it's going to be a brand new flash. I love that, that he doesn't even know his name is flash. Um, I, I think I like the idea of rewriting the whole universe. We did not touch that. I, I think that. this is
1: great. Not the Sorry to interrupt, but we didn't touch on that talking about Crisis, where he doesn't know no, that didn't. his name's the Flash. He had no
0: idea his name was Flash, and he had no idea what the Speed Force is. And I think that ties into this movie, Mark. I think it ties into this. I think it's huge. I think it's critical. And I think this is DC's like, almost MCU version of sliding in something that's going to come later.
1: They didn't call it... Uh, you know how... Gosh, where'd I see? It's not called the DC you know cinematic universe, it's called the DC multiverse. Yes. That's what they're calling it. It's just like everything is involved. You should have
0: done this the whole time!
1: (laughs) Gosh!
0: (laughs) You could have had this way the whole time. I just like I don't understand. Like, you have this awesome property in Joker, Wonder Woman. You just have all these great DC properties that you could do and how you haven't thought to yourself up to this point. Why not just like, make them in different universes and then do... You could have done Crisis
1: on Infinite Earths as a movie. You still can. Yeah, we still could. But You, you know. still can. Um, but yeah, okay, moving on from that, because I've been excited about this, and they've teased it for a few years, and now it looks like it's going to be a reality, so thank you. Um, my last hot, which I'm assuming is probably also on yours because of your love for Marvel, um, the Morbius trailer.
0: No, it actually isn't. Oh,
1: well, that's surprising. I guess you're a fake Marvel fan. Anyways, um, I, I...
0: Did you set the joke up? F- was the joke there set up knowing that I wouldn't have watched, that I wouldn't have put that there? Or was the joke set up there that if I did put it there, then you were going to counter with... I had, yeah, Venom yes. Yet? I was
1: pre- I was prepared for both. So Okay, okay.
0: Got it. Um, Just keep going. Yep. No, I have not seen Venom. No, I'm not seeing Venom. Okay, but i might see morbius i might see this this actually but i don't looks think decent.
1: it from seeing the trailer it doesn't seem like you need to see venom or whatever um,
0: it looks like i need to see spider-man homecoming
1: maybe have you not seen or this? far from home oh but like prior to watching morbius yes okay yes um but i think i mean i think this might be them introducing the multiverse in this movie because you get the you know the to- toby Maguire spider-man in the background in a trailer you get is that
0: toby Maguire spider-man or is that just a generic spider-man that looks like a toby Maguire spider-man
1: have you not seen side-by-sides of it like they, they did that on purpose
0: don't play that okay Come well on. when it stop
1: it when they bring out the spider-verse you have to eat my shorts so whatever. i know first you have, off you're her first, first in infinity first. rose universe you got to keep them accountable no, if no, they no, introduce no, 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 a no. spider-verse in morbius max mosher has to eat my shorts
0: Two things. One, never eating your shorts, never agreed to that. Well, it's, two, it's happening because the Infinity <laughs> Pro's universe well, it's not wielded. happening. It. Two, I was the one that said you could do Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse with every property they've had up to this point first. I said it first. You dismissed it. And now here we are. Now you're trying to claim it as your own when you didn't say it. I I, said you didn't it, say it was going to be And then you got called though. out afterwards. I never be said Morbius. it would be Morbius. I'm not saying Morbius, and because Morbius isn't going to do it, they're not going to do a multiverse in Morbius, in my opinion. I don't think this is a multiverse. I think this Whoa. is in the same universe as Spider-Man. All
1: right. Well, Spider-Man's in multiple universes. Have you not seen Into the Spider-Verse?
0: Yeah, but I don't think it's. I don't think this movie will connect to that.
1: And then why would you have a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? That's not.
0: You're just now. You're sending me down. Now we're going to go in a loop. Anything else to add on Hot or Snot?
1: Um, No, that's it. I'm just excited for those things. But remember, people, remember Infinity Rose Universe. Hopefully, Max edits this before Wednesday, but he probably won't now. So if you (sighs) missed it, you got to go back and watch it. AEW, January 22nd. There you go.
0: It's on a cruise ship.
1: It's on a boat, man. It's on a (laughs) cruise
0: ship. It's wrestling on a boat.
1: (laughs) Get out of town. Where can I I I invest?
0: I feel like when they sold that to you, you were like, "This is—I've never seen anything like this. This is unbelievable! <laughs> Wrestling on a boat." <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> I'll start with snot. Uh, Hank Azaria no longer voicing Apu on The Simpsons. I want to talk on this one for a little bit. So, uh, the, what was, was a, a while ago? That, this was like a like a couple weeks ago.
1: Mm. Okay, like two weeks go ago. On, this go on. Go on. Go on. Yeah. I, but um, anyways.
0: I, I think this is just interesting that we live in a cancel culture. The documentary claiming... came out a few, like
1: a year yes, ago. Yes, yes, the document. Oh, you're okay. talking about the
0: documentary. Yes,
1: my bad. I apologize,
0: yes. I apologize. Yes, the documentary um, basically attacking Apu on The Simpsons, saying that's a very prejudiced role. Uh, don't want to get into that, and I don't even necessarily disagree with the documentary, but I think... An issue that I'm seeing in our culture today, this cancel culture, is just fascinating to me, because not because Hank Azaria needs the job, not because a poo is like this staple of culture, but because are we going to attack every single role that offends people in well, human history? I just don't see that happening, and I well, find it interesting that a show like The Simpsons, which has been going on for decades is now kind of falling victim to this. Ironically, they kind of deserve it a little bit, I think. But I was just interested to hear your thoughts on it. I, I think it's a snot because cancel culture just is like, it. it when does it end? When well, does this all end?
1: Like I talked about, I hope no one takes this the wrong way. But when the Me Too movement came out, it's that's all that stuff is very serious. But then there was a period of time where it was like, People were just getting fired left and right without any investigation. And then it was later some like a small percentage were found out that it wasn't true, whatever they were accused of. And then they had to reenact some stuff and like, you know, go to the whole Johnny Depp thing. And I think that's where and that's where I'm going. That's where I'm relating this to the cancel, like the cancel everything. If you do something bad is that I think it's just a fad that's going to eventually go away. But I, I agree. It's like at what point and this is the thing. Um, you go with the whole privilege thing. Maybe it's not an issue to us because we're white and no one's, you know, using a white stereotype in that show that offends us or offends us as a whole culture or race or society. Or, I mean, the Apu thing, like, I mean, I can't... I, I can't relate with that because I'm not of Indian descent and been stereotyped in that way. So, I mean, I get it. and But then I kind of also at the... At what point? What at what point do you say no? You just gotta just be okay that someone has an opinion or that it's a satire, and it's a TV show and not real life.
0: Yeah, I find this interesting because I I do think it's a prejudiced role. I think I would like to see The Simpsons, and I, obviously I don't watch The Simpsons, so maybe I'm missing that piece of the puzzle here. Same, of this I haven't kind watched of discussion, a new of Simpsons, but in forever. I I guess the point I make is. If we're going to cancel every little thing, then I'd like to see accountability across the board, I think is what I'm trying to say. Gotcha. And it if it frustrates me that certain things are let go and certain things aren't. Um and yeah, privilege is a thing. I, I've I've thought that for for a very long time and felt that and I I don't know what it's like to be a person of color in this world. And or a woman. There are or a woman, yeah, I don't know. And what that's it's where it's like to... that's
1: why I'm always touchy on these subjects. Where it's like, well, I'm, I'm, you know, by being told and being born this way, um, I'm a white man. So it's like I always have a tough time making a comment without sounding like I'm, you know, appropriating anything or using my toxic masculinity to. Well, and I think you and I, an I both, agenda one,
0: one nice thing about this show is our group believes that diverse perspectives will provide excellent. Uh, products and quality Correct. i really do think we believe that and i th- i think it's shown in shows like watchmen um i think it's shown in shows uh like silicon valley uh where just you know s- excellent excellent stars are kind of discovered in these shows and um i i i just would say like this story is disheartening to me because the simpsons has been there forever it has been there and gone through so much. It has spoken on so many things. And if they can get the Simpsons, they can get anybody. And so I just think one, we need to be careful with how we treat people, cannot be prejudiced. But two, at what point does a product is a product allowed to to say what it's gonna say? You know what I'm saying? True. At and what, I think it's because it's also we gonna, on, a, yeah.
1: on a publicly, you know, broadcasted channel where if it's a Netflix mm. show or you know, basic cable. I don't think it's. I don't think they cancel, but because that's a, a really few things. Point. Because it's on Fox, and because yeah. it's oh yeah a show that's been going on for so long. It's like okay, what's losing one character really gonna do for us? No, so, and I,
0: and to be honest, I'm cool with any changes happening with that character. They need to get away from the stereotypes. I'm just saying. Yeah, we're we're saying a lot. No, either. I get
1: what you're saying. Where it's like, where where, is does it, very, where does the line be? get drawn. Where do we, or are draw we just going to always want to know? There's always going to be a, you know, politically correct police around yep. to monitor everything and not let, you know, yep. freedom of speech or whatever go around. And I get there's a, there's a line that needs to be drawn to like how, you know, at what point as a society, we're like, okay, this is just being negative. to a stereotype. Yeah. It's influencing our children in a negative way, which I mean, I, I yes. can get that. So, and
0: people of color and women, Need to be propelled and honored for the people they are, not the people that we think they are in our minds. Mind Hunter is looking to potentially be canceled. They have released the actors on their contract, Mark. This one was big for you and me, man. We're big Mind Hunter fans. I I don't
1: get where you're getting that from.
0: Are you not a Mind Hunter Oh, it's Robbie. I'm sorry. sorry. I've never watched Mind Hunter. I apologize. I was thinking of Robbie. My apologies. Robbie's a big Mind Hunter fan. Well, you think because uh, we're both
1: redheads, we were the same person to you, Max? No.
0: Not at all. Better not. Not at all. I think you're both really, really smart DC fans, and that's why uh, you're no, you're no Isaac.
1: <laughs> I think we all can <laughs> thankfully say you're no Isaac.
0: Um, but yeah, I think uh, Mindhunter getting potentially canceled. This is a big bummer. This is one of the best Netflix shows out there. I've been I've been really praising this show for yes, about two, three years now. Is it based uh, off
1: of the? Um, why am I blanking? Like the science of the lamb story like that? No. So it's, prequel it's actually to the, the real stories. Of,
0: it's the real stories of the oh, FBI that's right. talking that's, with serial killers. And you've
1: told me multiple times I would enjoy the show because I'm into that kind of stuff. I just haven't gotten it's it.
0: It's a great show, okay. but it's a very dark show that goes down some very dark places. Yep. Um, and I I, and the thing I think that bothers me the most is David Fincher's the the writer and director of this he's just kind of like I want to do other projects and I'm like no what are you doing this is one of your best things and so I hope it comes back it sounds like it'll be delayed significantly but just a really great cast really great director vision David Fincher does some great stuff here but I'm just super bummed about that. And then the Avengers game that's coming out, we've been talking about this game for a while, was delayed four months, obviously, to kind of fix things, do patches. How dare they? You know, Um, kind of a bummer there. I get why they're doing it, but it's some snot. Uh, in hot news, we talked about the Flash film being confirmed to be Flashpoint. Kingdom Hearts Remind, the DLC series, uh, uh, release, will be coming out January 23rd. Insert so the my after AW,
1: for, it, for Max's so AEW. AEW it's mine for Kingdom King, Hearts. <laughs> after AEW. Whatever his game is called. Up and
0: go to the store <laughs> and go get the DLC. I'm kidding. You don't have to go to the store. You just need to get it on your PS4. The DLC for Kingdom Hearts is coming out. This This series is great. If you don't play Kingdom Hearts, what are you doing? You can get the whole series now for like 99 bucks.
1: Gosh, you think there's an alternate universe where both of us are into wrestling and Kingdom Hearts and we're like best of friends?
0: I think there's an alternate universe where you're into Kingdom Hearts and I'm into wrestling and we drive each other crazy.
1: That I mean, there could be multiple. So, I mean, that's possible, too.
0: It's a multiverse. And then the Black Widow Taskmaster trailer. Mark, mm. I was very meh about this movie
1: beforehand oh i saw this taskmaster trailer i was i was at like a four out of no, six i'd say my rating of excitement I, I, I would agree with you like initially before we saw any trailer just seeing yeah. that oh we're gonna get a blackwood and we were like oh okay whatever and then now seeing a few of the trailers yeah. you're like mm, i want another one maybe well
0: and i wanted and I'm, I'm i'm gonna go see it right like i'm a marvel guy i'm gonna go see it no matter what and i was hang i on, was gonna get on. excited you, hang I'm on hang be-
1: on hang on time out you said i'm a marvel guy so i'm gonna go see it no matter what have you seen Venom?
0: Oh, here we go. We're talking about Venom. No, I'm a Marvel Cinematic Universe guy. I apologize.
1: Well, when Morbius connects the universes, then you're gonna kind of have to go see it. Then we'll maybe be in a box. We'll see. Okay. But today I do not see <laughs> a box. We might be in a box then, but until then, <laughs> screen. Until then,
0: until then, I'm free. Look at me, dance around without a box around me. Well, um, I got
1: my I got my FSU chance ready for you once that box comes.
0: You're gonna send that. You're gonna send that gift so quick. <laughs> yeah. that will be the quickest gift send ever you'll you'll fumble your phone. Yeah. Um yeah, I I really liked this trailer. I the cool part to me at the end was Taskmaster basically copying her getting up and I was like I'm sold. I'm yeah. there. And I don't know who who Taskmaster is going to be. I would assume it's going to be one of the I t- if I had to guess, I would assume it's a black widow that you know works with her that crosses her halfway through, but man, Wait, this, do we this not movie know who the actor better the better. For-
1: no Master? no no they
0: haven't they haven't revealed who the taskmaster actor is
1: oh well how about that
0: yeah yeah so it could be anything so i'm maybe really it's excited tom for this hardy movie now as venom my hype my hype has now risen to a
1: 5.5 uh, i'm uh, at where i
0: was for ant-man and the wasp
1: gotcha see, my <coughs> hype is just like for any star wars movie i'm gonna go see it and i'm gonna enjoy it and love it as with me and marvel movies at this point Except for Venom, yeah, was very I'm higher on this than I am that, a Star
0: Wars movie. I'm okay. more excited for this than I was for the Rise of Skywalker. Okay, but that's just me. I'm
1: you're not a Star Wars fan though, so
0: I'm just not the biggest Star or Wars
1: or a big Star Wars fan. Yeah,
0: yeah, I just yeah, I can get, right. I can live I can live without it. Now that you're more removed from Star Wars, Mark, does oh, the yeah. movie I, get worse? I still like it. Than, no, yeah, okay. I,
1: I'm still I'm stalling. Okay, I, it's also surprising. You this a is the first of
0: memes. You send a lot of memes that basically like talk about, hey, this didn't make any sense. This I know. is a plot hole. In I this do movie.
1: because I like, you know, stirring the stirring the pot. You know how I am. Okay, just making um, sure. But also saying that, I don't know if it's because my work life's different and whatever, and, you know, pl- plan for a wedding, but it's also the first time since the, the new trilogy I've only seen Rise of Skywalker once. Like, I saw Last Jedi like yeah. four times. I think I saw Force Awakens seven times in, in theater, but. I haven't had a rewatch, so I guess that's where, you know. But letting it sit, I'm still, I'm still all in on Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, it's still good to me too. I agree, I agree. Hey, let's get to the top five. You didn't have more hot. You made it sound like you had this giant fable of hots. No, that's
0: all I had. Oh, okay,
1: okay. okay. Let's go. Let's go they, to top I, five.
0: I felt like I felt like they were all long conversations.
1: Correct. I think you're right.
0: And they were, and they were long conversations.
1: All right.
0: All right. Okay. All right. all right. Now we're gonna get into the top five the we're going at three infinity bros two top five one list starts now every episode we like to close out with a top five list uh just because i think that's kind of how our group is wired we like to list things we're big listers mark have you noticed that we're big top fives
1: yeah, I think that's uh, top five, top five cruise ship AEW shows. That's our well. There's only one so far, but uh, I yeah. think that's kind of our thing. We like listing stuff and showing bit. what we find important, and hopefully, I think, it's a good bit. I think some of our listeners, you know, will get some insight to who we are, and um, everyone can grow each day.
0: I also like that you can like respond with a top five. I don't know. I think that's kind of cool. Like people can respond to the top five, and people yep. have done that. I like that. I think it's cool. Top five DC properties yet to be made that we're looking to be made. This could be film. This could be TV. Mark, I'm gonna go first, Mark, because I because you went first on Hot or Snot. Fair enough. And I do feel like you and I are gonna have. There's one in particular on my list. I'm. I would. Oh be yeah, shocked I guarantee you we're gonna have,
1: have one. One at least. There's one. There's
0: one that I know that you and I both have. I think about. And it's my one, so we'll see. So here we go. My number five is a Batman TV show. Now hear me out when I say this. I want them to stop making Batman movies because I think Batman is made to be Could, a can drama I interrupt you for a series. Do you want it yes. like
1: on basic cable a, series, or you want like a Netflix, I want Hulu, HBO, Amazon? Okay, I want an okay. HBO because that changes it Batman up
0: a bit. show. Cause then you can build up all this, this, these villains he has, and then you can keep, you know, everybody wants the Joker, so he can still be the overarching villain, which is what everybody wants. You no, can you, do you all the different. You don't introduce
1: lines. him until the end of the season.
0: I'm, well, but I'm saying like Gotham just like gave people a taste of it, and it was just such a mess. And yeah. I just want a true Batman show. I think I think that could help solve the problems of the Batman movie problems they've had. Yeah. And I and I'm sorry, I don't think this is as hard as people needs to make need needed to be. I don't want CW doing it. Keep them as far away from it as I can. But I mean, seriously, give me a Batman show. I think it'd be really good. Number five. Number four is Static Shock. I want a real life static shock movie. Okay. I want it. Give it to me. I think it'd be good. Didn't
1: they have talks about I mean this is in the nineties I think or early thousands? That they're gonna do like a Oh maybe it was like late two thousands. Where they're gonna have like Will Smith's son play Static Shock? Like there was rumors that that was gonna happen. Did you ever hear about that?
0: Oh yeah, I do remember those. Yeah, I do remember
1: those. Okay, I do remember That'd have been interesting.
0: Yeah, he's technically Static Shock's te- technically owned by Milestone Comics.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Yep.
0: Um, but I just I still think it'd be really good, and I don't know I I've I've wanted Static Shock number three. I've said this a couple different times on different DC lists. Doctor Fate. I want a Doctor Fate movie. I think that's a really fun character. Um I, I just think there's a lot of ways you can go about it. You could treat it like an anthology series, Mark. Yep. Where every or if you did like a show you every season a different person takes on the Doctor Fate helmet. That's um I
1: know you've talked about that before and I almost put that on my list and thought about that. Like oh that's how you would do the series I was like wait that's what Max has told me that it should be done but yeah, yeah I, I agree with
0: you no but you, you and I are gonna do it together Mark yeah we're gonna that's write that gonna show they're gonna, could, claim, they're gonna hire us they're gonna listen Mark, to this podcast you can claim and hire that us. As your idea because you're coming with me you're coming <laughs> yeah <with>. yeah man <laughs> Mark and Max that will well, co-directing Elseworlds Twilight Hey, guys. Oh,
1: before you go you're number two do you think if that actually happens if that actually happened do we owe anything to the other Infinity Bros or are we just like sorry guys oh, you didn't make this yeah. episode. Um
0: Here's what I would do. I would bring Robbie on set. I would fund. I would fund Jarrett's. So here's what I do. I'd take money and give a significant portion of it to Jarrett to help his community. That sure. would be big. Okay. okay. With Jardine, I would pay for somebody to tell him um, I'm rich.
1: Jardine's not part of the Infinity Pro I know, I
0: just I just have to make that slight. Okay. Um Robbie I'd bring on set and I'd have him meet people and he'd freeze up. He wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> uh isaac we would have him be a extra nurse in a scene we'd just have a scene where Isaac. actually be nurse.
1: i feel like we would have isaac just be an extra nurse he would be like the nurse that's in every episode
0: yeah the hot nurse <laughs> yeah the hot nurse but we'd make isaac get in great shape we'd say you have to do this you could do this but you have to get in great shape are you
1: sure saying he's not in great shape
0: no i'm not saying that i'm implying that isaac is not jacked like, like, Stephen like he,
1: so that's what you want you want a jacked male yep. nurse
0: well, here's what I'm saying. For our show. Robbie would be the person you'd want to pick, right? Oh, we yeah. wouldn't pick Robbie for it. We'd pick Isaac for it. Yep. And then Robbie, would be like, "Well, you could pick me." And we're like, "Yeah, well, we're not we're, looking for a we're guy. We are We're looking for a guy like Rob, like Isaac. <laughs> but we just need to get a little more jacked." So then Robbie gets more jacked. Okay. And then Zane. Yeah, that's tough. I think with Zane, uh, we just don't tell him. Yeah. We just kind of avoid the conversation I think, with Zane. I think that's best. That's probably a healthy way to handle it. That
1: probably is a healthy way. Yeah. Or the and then every time he brings world.
0: it up, every time we bring it up, we we sack tap him and run
1: away. Sure. All right. What's your number two after?
0: Family friendly show. Here we yeah. go. Uh, number two is my Elseworlds Twilight Zone. So this is my concept for this. Okay.
1: Well, hang on. Every Let me, episode... me rephrase this. So you're saying Elseworlds, but set up like Twilight?
0: So no, no. Like the Twilight Zone, like the TV show. Oh, my
1: bad. I'm world. sorry. Yes. Yeah. Twilight Zone. yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I'm sorry so if I confuse anybody.
1: How, like, they want sparkly yeah, yeah. vampires. Somebody,
0: somebody out there was like, Max is a freaky weird guy. Um, <laughs> here is what... Or, or Mark is a freaky weird guy.
1: Um, <laughs> well, one of those is true.
0: Yes. So, how I would do it is I would... So, like, there's a lot of good Elseworld stories. Yep. And every episode would center around those Elseworld stories. I would kind of... The way I would kind of parallel it is the What If series that Marvel's yep. doing.
1: But you want live like, action or animated? Ah,
0: that's a good question. I think be probably a lot of money. Anim- Yeah. It would be the animated See, that's why Marvel's so smart to do it in animated. I think I think that'd be really cool. But elseworlds would be sweet cuz then you could do all the shows that they have. Uh-huh. And and you could really kind of dive deep in every different property. Kay. Um And I think that's what what if will become for Marvel down the road. I think it's going to be more of their TV shows than their movies. And then number one, and I'm a i I'm assuming you have this is Batman Beyond. I don't care what we get in Batman Beyond. Give me Michael Keaton. Let's roll.
1: Alright, my turn. You have any honorable yep. mentions?
0: No, that was my I I, I tried to n- nail down five.
1: Okay. My turn. So I'm gonna give my one honorable mention because I had to put him on here somewhere, but I couldn't put him in my top five. Give me a Lobo series. Give me mm, an, That's like, a good pick, I'm an sorry. Eight, eight episode run. Make it more like uh, you know, because you know he can be Kind of like with your um, Doctor Fate kind of idea, but still Lobo, because he can be, you know, in the in the universe. What if, we like a Mo-
0: what if we had like a Lobo Mandalorian style show? Yes, that's what where I'm he saying. takes We're- care of something innocent like that.
1: That yes, but then also you know you can also every episode you bring in another superhero, or a few of them, because that's kind of like what yeah. he's kind of been around. Where it's like you, know, you can be with some of the heroes and villains in space, and then on Earth, and all that jazz. Okay. Moving on to my top I like five. It. I like that. My first one is a series <laughs> for the question. Do you know who the question is?
0: Yes. <clears throat> I would say that the question would probably be on my honorable mentions list. I did uh-huh. roll that around. I just didn't know how I would pitch it. Because I,
1: I I, would pitch it in a sense where it's um, like, let's say there's already like a, a story that's in the superheroes. Like, <clears throat> let me backtrack. So like the Justice League is set up. He's technically a member of the Justice League, but something happens where the question now ha- is solving this like conspiracy theory type of, you know, something happened and he's trying to solve it and no one believes it's happening and like you us as a viewer know it's happening but no one else is believing him and you just tell the story from there and then you know that at least be the first season is him solving this what looks like to be a conspiracy theory that everyone's not believing and then but he's got to figure it out or it's like the end of the universe or something like that so that's my thought there um, my number four and i don't care how we get it or how it would be done preferably also a series or a movie a john stewart green lantern representation mm-hmm. john stewart green lantern is the green lantern i always go to yeah the one i grew up with hal jordan wasn't my green lantern kyle rayner wasn't my green lantern it was john stewart so i right, give me some john stewart i don't care how it's how it's given to me just not animated i had that already i want something new
0: who would you want who would you want to portray him
1: right now gosh i didn't even even think that far max
0: um who's the guy who played
1: who played black manta that's who that's who comes to my mind right away oh
0: he he played uh it's the same actor who played uh, dr manhattan there
1: you go yep him give me him
0: spoilers for Watchmen.
1: i'm sorry i don't remember his name but that's that's the guy um
0: i'm looking his name up right now you keep my, talking.
1: my number three is power girl and i think
0: Ooh.
1: this one i think would be a good a good
0: yeah <laughs> i'm gonna say the name real quick yaya abdul mateen yes, the second no,
1: yes um or or i'd also take uh now i'm thinking about this going back to john Stewart, green lantern what's the guy who plays um he's in black panther he's um the tribe that lives in the mountains Oh,
0: um Mbaku.
1: There you go. That actor would I I think mm-hmm. I would also take for a John Stewart. He was treat. in
0: he was in uh the Us movie.
1: Yes. But then also if you go true to John Stewart, he's a little bit older, so Winston
0: Duke, Winston Duke. So Winston Duke I would, would be like, a little uh, young for
1: that, maybe. You think so? Maybe. Anyways, mm. m- you got any more comment on the John Stewart, or I'm going to go back to Power well, Girl? Well,
0: I was just thinking yeah. John David Washington would be a good oh, pick, too. yeah. It'd I'd like John one. David Washington. He's young enough. He's really great in Black Klansmen. Yep. Have you seen the Tenet trailer yet? I have. Oh, dude. That movie looks great. It does. That movie looks great. Yes. Man. Sorry.
1: Yep. So, pop, off topic. Keep going. Yep. Power Girl is my number three. Um, Love it. Again, I think I'm just in the mood for Give Me a 10-episode series. I don't need 24 episodes on basic cable or basic broadcast. Just give me good, you know, 40-minute episodes of some great content. Um, I really, for me, you could either go, like, you know, it's the whole group of women superheroes. You could kind of tell that story or kind of go into her own, you know, it's her against everyone else. Uh, I like it. My number two and I want this to be a a buddy cop type of movie, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. Yep. I think there could be some good chemistry on screen between these, yep. two, these two characters. And Booster Gold's one of my favorite DC heroes, So, and everyone loves Blue Beetle, so there you go. And then, of course, my number one is a Terry McGinnis Batman Beyond, where you can make it super easy, the The way I want it, the way I want it spoon fed to me, is Bruce Wayne is played by either Michael Keaton, or George Clooney. Give me one of them, and then you have, you bring Mark Hamill in as the Joker, and you tell mm-hmm. me that story. It can be a movie, it can be a series, but that that's 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 a cast. I don't know who you do for Terry McGinnis. Haven't got that far, um, but. Yeah, that's what I want. Maybe you could bring in uh uh what's that dude's name? The one who plays uh the one that looks like Elliot Weens who played Miles Teller? Yeah, there you go. You could have him play Terry McInnes. But also there you might want to go younger, someone that's in their early 20s.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we're both on the on the Batman Beyond track uh oh, yeah. train. We're definitely on that train.
1: I think we I think as a as the Infinity Bros universe and as Batman fans, we can manifest that happening i think the more hype we bring it to social media the more eyes will be on it agreed. and the more eyes that are on it that will lead to the these companies to be like well maybe this is what maybe there's money here if all these people keep talking about it agreed so
0: let's make it happen yeah well dude
1: this is a good show it's yeah. a really fun show
0: uh mark thanks for coming on man
1: thank you i'm always glad to be here and entertain the infinity bros universe and uh just like always i gotta shout out my fiance, kelly we're getting married in, we're closing 20, in on... 27 days
0: i was gonna say we're closing in as on. this recording so i'm excited yeah i'm really excited i uh before we got on i sent the rsvp that was due two weeks ago uh yeah. to your wife via instagram and she I, i'm sure she's laughing at me right now
1: okay you didn't want to send it to me
0: no i wanted to avoid that conversation until now
1: Okay, because you know we did talk about it when I was over at your house, so like it's it's a conversation we already had, but it's all right.
0: Yeah, I uh, I'm a fool. Yeah, we'll leave it at that.
1: Yeah, there it is. thanks for
0: listening. to This episode, guys, you can check us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Follow us there. Uh, if you want to check us out on different platforms, you can listen to us on Google Music, Spotify, uh, and iTunes as well. And as always, we love you guys, three thousand. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.